Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Live Rich Movement podcast with Erica Lasan. It's Women's History Month, and this month we are tackling topics to help women step into the power of their purpose in a bold and invigorating way. This week we're asking the question, are you addicted to social media? If so, know that you aren't alone. In today's episode, I'll be sharing some of my own experience, realizing that I was developing a little bit of a social media and phone addiction or obsession of sorts. Throughout the episode, I will also be highlighting seven indicators that you may be addicted to social media. But keep listening through the end of the episode where I'll be sharing three tips and tricks to help you manage your engagement with social media and phone usage. P.S. If you resonate with any of the points shared and you'd like some accountability, support, and productive tips and tricks to work on regaining control of your mind and your time, join our next accountability group challenge, Operation Hope. More details on that and much more in the episode. Keep listening. Amigas and amigos, oh my goodness, how have you guys been? Happy Sunday, welcome on back to another episode. I have missed you guys, you don't even know. So I know I missed last week's episode and part of that, the reason why is because um, your girl's been like chilling a little bit, except like definitely not chilling. (laughs) In the past week, I have been doing the LRM challenges and also managing and preparing for a launch. But then there are also a couple of really awesome things coming up this week. Um, Being the end of Women's History Month, we have a couple of summits that I'm going to be participating in. And there is a... um, a couple of podcast episodes. I have a new segment that's coming up this week. So like a lot of really amazing things are happening with the Live Rich movement that I am so excited to share with you guys. But then in addition to this, there's like life stuff. My little sister is about to become a mom. So your girl's about to be a whole auntie. <laughs> it's going to be a really fun time. And so I've been planning and coordinating my little sister's baby shower, which I, I still can't believe that she's about to have a whole baby. Um, So that has really taken me away from um, doing some of the extra things like putting out the podcast episode. But I am so glad to be back here with you guys this week and talking about this week's subject, which is validation, us being a validation nation and being addicted to social media. I know the topic seems really heavy, but I feel like it's one that's really necessary for the conversation that we're having this month about rediscovering, reconnecting, and recommitting with your truest identity. And the reason why I'm covering this topic is because right now, so much of what we do and how we define ourselves is really based around how other people see us. And I mean, yes, this is a general conversation, but especially right now with social media, social media influences so much about how um, we not only define and 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 see ourselves, but also how we define and see our success. I mean, it's so easy to compare successes these days, whereas before the success, the comparison of success usually probably came up in conversation and it wasn't something that you were constantly evaluating. Now with social media, 
it's really easy to um, really compare every and all aspects of your life against the highlight reels of others around you. And the crazy part about this is most of the time, the people that you are in competition with subconsciously, they're probably engaging with that same conversation of comparison for themselves. So here we are all just comparing things and um, not recognizing that we need to get back to the base of knowing who we are at our truest and purest form. So in today's conversation, we are tackling this conversation of social media, uh, the need for validation, and also how to combat that because we are online for everything. We're online to keep in touch with people. We use it for work, whether it be your nine to five or whether you're an entrepreneur and you're building your business. We're on it for leisure and so much more. And, and being that we are constantly online, I wanted to bring up this conversation because I know that it's one that that can be uncomfortable, but I also do think that it is one that's really necessary in helping us as a people recognize the need to take a step back the moment you're able to take a step back from social media and really evaluate who you truly are and what you truly want is the moment that you really start living your best life and not just for the gram. Today's conversation is a follow-up to last week's chat about getting to know thyself. Last week, we started at the bottom. Now we're here. In that conversation, we shared the first step in helping you recover and rediscover your identity and joy. Stop living to please others and start living to please yourself. Well, this week, we're going to get even clearer about how to do that. Many people think that social media is just something to be on. It is just something that you do when you're bored. But little do people know they are actually feeding into addictions that they may not even realize are being developed. Uh, let's get into the conversation. I'm going to stop talking. Okay, enjoy. <laughs> Social media is real, man. Like it's really, really real in terms of how um, it it can keep us distracted from the things that matter most. And um, part of the reason why I'm even doing this conversation, and yes, it's titled, Are You Addicted to Social Media? This is not clickbait. Um, it's a serious question that I'm asking because I feel like it's a subject that it's not spoken about often enough. I'm pretty sure that maybe um, a lot of you have felt the impact of potentially being addicted to social media and maybe you've questioned it yourself, but maybe you haven't looked into it. And um, a part of the Leverage Movement's uh, mission is to create joy through healing by open conversations and healing experiences. And in doing this, my aim is to always make sure that I am engaging in conversations that um, really cause people to think about the lives that they're living so that they are living a truly joy-filled life and a purpose-withheld life. And um, I find it to be like something, gosh, I'm really anxious about this conversation. Um, I find it weird that I'm probably even speaking about this because obviously I'm having this conversation with you guys through social media on Instagram Live, right? Um, but part of the reason why I'm bringing this conversation up is because I personally feel as though I have been experiencing 
experiencing or in the past or may currently be, whatever the case is, experiencing some form of social media addiction. Um, and I know it probably seems really weird to say, but like, it's a legit thing. Um, I haven't been addicted to anything else in the past. Um, I don't like drink heavily or I don't smoke or anything like that. But what I would feel would what I feel would be the implications or the feelings of addiction are things that I think I'm currently experiencing or have experienced in the past with social media. Um, and so part of the reason why I am having this conversation is to really demystify or like get rid of shame that may be around this subject and so that other people who may currently be experiencing some of the same things can come together, have these conversations and also recognize that they're not alone. Um, and also know the signs if you are someone who may be on the fence of thinking about whether or not you may be addicted. Um, and then also sharing some tips that could potentially help you guys. So, um, I first noticed that I may have had some form of a social media addiction. Um, and I don't even like saying the word addiction, but I first noticed signs of maybe like being a little too present in terms of social media um, earlier this year. So I took 30 days off in the month of March um, to really just like get my mind right and really recognize what it was that I was focusing on. But I think it's really important to note um, this, especially because so much of our lives is shared on social media and it's something that was created to help us be more social with other people. But in doing so, we've like, taken ourselves away from being present in the in the moments that matter and with the people that matter most. And the crazy part is that most of our, uh, not most of ours, but a lot of people have businesses that are tied to their social media. Something that started off being really lighthearted, really fun, has now become a tool that we use to engage with others, not only for fun, but also to create business, you know? And right now, so much of, um, the way we conduct our lives is done online, especially given the fact that we're in this pandemic right now, right? But then there are also um, social entrepreneurs. So people who have their uh, Instagrams that are connected to their business, it's people who are influencers who are being paid by um, brands and things like that to do business. Um, so it's really important to note that like, I'm not knocking this, I'm not knocking social media. It is a very viable tool. But at the same time, um, we also have to recognize the ways in which it affects and impacts our wellness overall. Our social wellness, our physical wellness, our mental wellness, our um, financial wellness, as well as our spiritual wellness, which is, in my mind, one of the most important. So um, going back to my story, back in March, I found that I was like getting really uh, anxious around the idea of social media. Like I felt very irritable when I wasn't on it. I felt like whenever my kids, because I am a stay-at-home mom of two young kids in addition to being an entrepreneur, whenever they would engage with me and I was on social media, I would be really, I would get irate. Um, I also noticed that I would like always be going to my phone. It would be like the first thing that I would pick up. And even if I had picked it up like five seconds prior, I would like pick it up again and I'd constantly be going. It got to the point where my brain would automatically do it even if I was picking up my phone for something else. Um, and at one point it really started to like bug me like spiritually because I felt like I was 
making social media an idol. And um, I'm a believer of Jesus Christ, like I'm a follower of Christ. So um, we are not supposed to do idols. <laughs> if you are a believer, if you uh, believe in the Ten Commandments, like being having idols is like one of the worst things you can do. And here I was allowing this piece of technology in a lot of ways to like dictate how I lived my life. So um, for the month of March, and this was uh, before, like right as the pandemic and quarantine was revving up, I took a whole month off social media. But when I tell you guys the anxiety that like went into me even making this decision, like I was like, I can't do this. This doesn't even make any sense. How am I going to run my business? How am I going to share the word about anything? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Um, not recognizing that it was the very thing that God wanted me to do at that time. And when I tell you the clarity that I gained within those 30 days, it was like, the peace. <laughs> I felt so much peace. Like after the first three days and after the itching of wanting to get on, like left me, um, all I felt was immense peace. And I felt like clarity. And I felt, um, it, it almost felt like my mind and my body and my spirit was on vacation, to be honest. Like I, I hadn't really up until that moment recognized how much being on social media was like clouding my judgment in a lot of ways. Um, and this was prior to really like getting into algorithms or, or maybe it wasn't because I think subconsciously, subconsciously, especially if you run a business on social media, you're constantly thinking about uh, the algorithm and how your content plays into it and who's seeing it or how what you have to do in order to make your content be seen. But in doing that, you're really just pandering again to technology and not fully allowing yourself to live. You're not allowing yourself to live. Um, so anyway, during the month of March, I did that and I took a break. And when it was time for me to come back, I even extended it two weeks because I just felt so good about it. Um, but Fast forward now eight months or whatever it is, it's now about to be November. And I feel like the same thing is coming up again for me. And so I think that it's time for me to take another social media break. I am so excited to share that doors for my signature course, Journey to Purpose Vision Casting, will be open for enrollment on April 4th, 2021. This is an opportunity that only comes a couple times a year, and trust me, now is the time to rediscover, reconnect, and recommit to your purpose and identity in joy. You may be asking, why this course and why now? The answer is simple, because the world needs you to be operating in the fullness of your joy. So many people define themselves and their identities by the roles and professional titles that they wear every single day. Mom, grandmom, wife, girlfriend, daughter, sister, student, business owner, or you can just fill in the blank and insert your job title here. Am I right? <laughs> the point is, as a human race, we've lost touch with the importance of knowing who we are and defining who we want to be for ourselves. So much of the lives that we live are created in response to situations, circumstances, and expectations that are misaligned with what we envision for ourselves. 
When you begin to live fully in your joy, you are able to access true freedom. You don't have to be an enlightened guru or meditate for hours on end to get there. So you're probably wondering, okay, this all sounds great, but how do I get my life back on track and in alignment with who I'm destined to be? You cast your vision and you take a journey to purpose. Journey to Purpose Vision Casting is a six-week experience specifically designed to help you envision yourself in the life that you desire most, while also helping you create and implement strategies and methods to help you live it every single day. It's not just about the idea of having a life that looks good, but it's about creating an intentional life that also feels good. How do you know that a Journey to Purpose Vision Casting is for you? Well, Your quest is probably not about money or gaining recognition, but it's about something deeper. You want to lead a life where you feel happy, fulfilled in the work that you're doing, and knowing that your life has a greater meaning so that you can feel a sense of peace and joy about the direction that your life is heading in. Not thinking, what's the point? Or living a life to meet the expectations of others while you feel like you're dying a slow and miserable death inside. Or maybe you want to start saying yes to doing more things that make your eyes light up and your spirit sing rather than feeling the daily drain of life. Your nine to five, your family, your kids, your marriage, your parents, or the pressures of society or from your culture. Maybe you're someone who wants to stop dealing with anxiety and you want to stop panicking as you think about the future or living a life full of regrets. Perhaps you're at that point in your life where you're ready to start that business that you've been thinking about for years so that you can never, ever wake up again thinking, ugh, I don't want to have to go to work today. You recognize that it's time to let go of the past and actually enjoy life as it comes because you understand that you are way too blessed to be stressed and that every season serves a purpose. You've written out your goals and you're ready to start crushing your vision. So let's do it together. In this six-week opportunity, we will turn your pain into purpose and praise so that you can find joy in every single step of the journey. This is an intimate experience with an opportunity to work with me directly in a private accountability setting, in addition to also having weekly live calls. Seats are limited, so visit ericalassan.com or click the link in our profile to join the waitlist and enroll for our next session. Doors for our next session open Sunday, April 4th. I am so excited to share that doors for my signature course, Journey to Purpose Vision Casting, will be open for enrollment on April 4th, 2021. This is an opportunity that only comes a couple times a year, and trust me, now is the time to rediscover, reconnect, and recommit to your purpose and identity in joy. You may be asking, why this course and why now? The answer is simple, because the world needs you to be operating in the fullness of your joy. So many people define themselves and their identities by the roles and professional titles that they wear every single day. 
mom, grandmom, wife, girlfriend, daughter, sister, student, business owner, or you can just fill in the blank and insert your job title here. Am I right? (laughs) The point is, as a human race, we've lost touch with the importance of knowing who we are and defining who we want to be for ourselves. So much of the lives that we live are created in response to situations, circumstances, and expectations that are misaligned with what we envision for ourselves. When you begin to live fully in your joy, you are able to access true freedom. You don't have to be an enlightened guru or meditate for hours on end to get there. So you're probably wondering, okay, this all sounds great, but how do I get my life back on track and in alignment with who I'm destined to be? You cast your vision and you take a journey to purpose. Journey to Purpose Vision Casting is a six-week experience specifically designed to help you envision yourself in the life that you desire most, while also helping you create and implement strategies and methods to help you live it every single day. It's not just about the idea of having a life that looks good, but it's about creating an intentional life that also feels good. You've written out your goals and you're ready to start crushing your vision. So let's do it together. In this six-week opportunity, we will turn your pain into purpose and praise so that you can find joy in every single step of the journey. This is an intimate experience with an opportunity to work with me directly in a private accountability setting, in addition to also having weekly live calls. Seats are limited, so visit ericalassan.com or click the link in our profile to join the waitlist and enroll for our next session. Doors for our next session open Sunday, April 4th. I want to actually share the signs of whether or not you could be addicted to social media. Um, And these aren't just... um, things that I'm making up. I did research for this actual live so that I'm not making things up off the cuff, even though these are things that I know that I've personally experienced and I'm sure other people have as well. But um, today I'm going to share seven signs that you could potentially be addicted to social media. Um, And feel free to leave in the comments if you've experienced any of these or any others, um, as well as what you could be potentially doing to alleviate them. or otherwise. Um, So the first sign that you could be addicted to social media is that um, you feel anxious when you can't access social media. Like you may get a little itchiness going on or like maybe a little itch in your finger because you're constantly wanting to check. Um, The second sign is that social media usage cuts into your work time. I know that this is something that was really starting to impact me, which is weird because social media is also a part of my work. But when you think about it, social media is only a tool. It's a marketing tool. It is um, not strategy. You use it as a tool to implement your strategy. But I think that one thing we really confuse as um, a generation and also um, when we think about business or social entrepreneurism, entrepreneurism <laughs> um, and conducting business via social media, we take it to be like all that it, there is. And there really isn't. Like it's a wonderful marketing tool, but there are so many other ways to market your business. But we spend so much time creating content um, that sometimes you may not actually be doing the work that's needed for the content that you are marketing. You know what I mean? Like, 
uh, as an entrepreneur, I have digital courses, I have digital products that I create. I also have a jewelry line um, and I do a lot of other things. But one thing that really made me realize that, hmm, there may be something a little off here was the fact that I was spending more time conceptualizing like content to market my business than like actually investing into doing the work for my business. And I don't know how many of you guys can relate to that. If, if like being an influencer is your main thing, then that may not be like a consideration because your work is to be on social media. Your work is to engage with the consumers of the products and, uh, and the brands that you're promoting to. So that may not, may not apply, but if it's something where you are a entrepreneur that has a course or actual physical products or services that you're offering, it could be that if you're spending all of your time like thinking of the fun and creative ways to market your products, that you're investing more time into your, um, the tool versus the strategy. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Uh, let me know if you do. Um, the third, thing that could be a sign that you're addicted to social media is that you immediately check your phone when you hear a notification. Um, I don't know that that's something that like applied to me so much because um, I don't really have like sound notifications, but I do have the bar notification that's at the top of my phone. And I did notice that um, whenever I would see something and I also have a smartwatch. So when I would see something pop up, I like I would check it really quickly. Um, but that is a legit thing. If you hear notifi notifications coming in and you're like checking your phone as soon as you get the notification versus like letting it go, especially if you're in the middle of something, but you like make it a priority to check your notifications, that's a sign that you could be addicted. Um, the fourth one is that you monitor your post to see how many likes you get um, immediately after you uh, post something. And not only are you monitoring your post, but you're like checking it incessantly. Like, a minute or two doesn't pass before you post something and then you're automatically going to check and see how many likes you've gotten or how much engagement you've gotten. And um, this is a thing. And also like checking it periodically within time span of an hour, you know, but just feeling the need to constantly check and see how much engagement and how many likes it's gotten um, is a sign of social media addiction. Um, Another one is checking your accounts right away when you wake up and right before you go to bed. Um, like, I don't know how many of you guys actually like, oh my goodness, Brit, <laughs> how are you? Girl, don't feel called out. Okay, so uh, Brittany, uh, Brit Aline Artist, for those of you who are listening, um, says that she feels called out. Brittany, don't feel called out because that you are not the only one that feels this way. I'm sure that most, more people than you realize are probably feeling this exact same way on a regular basis, but they don't really evaluate the way that they feel enough to make a change or do something about it. Um, it's a real thing. So um, checking your accounts as soon as you wake up or as soon as right before you go to bed is a sign of social media addiction. Um, it's like you got to get your hit as soon as you get up and like right before you go to sleep. So you and I know for me personally, it was something where I would not even so much about checking the content itself to see who's engaged with it. But for me, it was like, my mind was constantly thinking about creating content. Like I'm a, I'm a creative, I'm a multi-passionate creative for those of you who don't know. Um, 
So like I express that via my business and through entrepreneurship, but in general, I just enjoy creating things like pretty things, jewelry, videos. Um, prior to doing this aspect of my business, I was an on-air host and I did a lot of video production and um, script writing and just creating videos. So like creating videos is something that I generally enjoyed even before social media became a huge thing. Um, and so for me, part of the appeal in social media is this ability to create and tell stories through this visual platform. But I realized for me that it was becoming a little bit of an addiction or an obsession when it was like all that I was thinking about. I would go to sleep thinking about content. I would wake up thinking about content. Like before I would do my morning prayers or devotions, before I I would exercise, I was thinking about content. As I was showering, I was thinking about captions and copywriting. Like it became something like obsessive and, and it did not feel healthy in the moment, which was part of the reason why I made a conscious choice to stop for a little bit because um, it's not healthy. You know, like, and first thing in the morning, you shouldn't be grabbing your phone. The first thing in the morning, you should really be grounding yourself and anchoring yourself. And I speak a lot about this and I have spoken about it in past um, lives and also on the podcast, but it's really important that you ground and anchor yourself in something um, spiritual <laughs> first because if you're just checking your phone first thing in the morning and you're seeing what the world is putting out you're already kind of like throwing yourself into the messery and, and situations and circumstances and the cyclone of all of the things that you can't control versus anchoring yourself so that you can um recognize all of the things that you can control and more importantly like what your purpose is and what your role is and in making the world better and how you're going to do that each and every single day like knowing what your purpose is and making sure that you are completely aligned and i say aligned when i say aligned i align myself with christ i align myself with the holy spirit and like the message that God wants to tell me, I do devotions with this wonderful book here, Jesus Always. I do some journaling and meditation and yoga. Um, but otherwise, if you're just throwing yourself into the social media world, you're already kind of like setting yourself up to be like in a funky mood because the world is full of trash. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to say it, but the world is a trashy and messy place. And as wonderful as social media can be in like sharing messages and sharing stories and inspiring in a lot of ways, it can also like toss a lot of trash in your direction. And that's not what you want for yourself first thing in the morning. Um, so the moment I realized that this was a thing, I i made a conscious effort and this is something that I started in March and I've been practicing even up until this point to spend um, the first three hours of the day uh, not on social media. So um, when I initiated Live Rich Movement Challenges back in August, one of the first uh, rules that I applied with our challenges, and I'll explain a little bit more about the challenges in a bit, was that you can't be on social media the first three hours of the day. Um, three is my favorite number, but three is also the number of joy. And if you look at some of my past challenges, everything has a three in it. And that's part of what it signifies. Um, creating three hours of wellness for yourself, but also taking three hours of like mindfulness for yourself and um, making it the first three hours of your day, if you can. Um, 
to just focus on the things that matter most. And so with that, part of it was that for the first three hours of the day, you're not on social media, but you're really grounding yourself and anchoring yourself as best you can. Um, and so that's something that's held up on up until now. And it's been awesome. Like, it makes life so much better. <laughs> I wish I could express to you guys just how much. Um, all right, so I'm gonna get back to these signs that you're addicted. Um, and we're almost done now. So the sixth sign that you could be addicted to social media is the fact that um, your spouse, your friends, your family members, or um, others may say that you are like not as engaged, that you're not fully present, maybe that you're distant um, when they're around you, but really it's just a matter that like you're not paying attention to them and enjoying time with them because you are paying and giving all of your attention to your phone, which is wild because again, like I mentioned at the beginning of this, um, social media was supposed to be a tool that brought us together, but more than not, like, yes, it allows us to, to have a far reaching experience as far as touching and connecting with other people in the world. But when it comes down to it, um, the people who are closest to us are, are like left out in the cold, unless you make a, a very intentional practice of like putting your phone down so you can spend time with them. And I'm not saying that to like, make anybody feel any type of way because I myself am guilty of it. I, I, I mean, all of this is me basically putting myself out there and spilling all my tea, but <laughs> like I've been present or, or I've been guilty of it where like my husband will be near me or my kids will be near me or like I'll be in a room with people that I love very dearly and I'll be like, Hold, they'll, they'll be talking to me, actively talking to me. And it's like, hold on, I just got to finish this post real quick. And um, I think that it was at some point in March when I really, um, before my first social media fast, where it became a thing for me because um, I noticed that my daughter was like mimicking my actions. So I'm a stay-at-home mom. So I spend a lot of time with my kids. And so like the things that I'm doing are things that will become learned behavior for them. And since we spend so much time together, even if it is a matter of me conducting business or like doing um, business things with my social media, she doesn't understand that she's four years old. She just sees that mommy's on the phone, mommy's doing videos, mommy's spending a lot of her time on the phone. So to her, it's like, this is, normal and like in some sense yes it is normal but should it be like the answer is no <laughs> i really don't think it should be and it's crazy to think that we're like not only training we've trained ourselves to like normalize this behavior um but we're also training our children to do the same thing um koya says i've had to be mindful of that yeah it's a thing and and, and it's wild because i think that like Koya, you're in the wellness space. So um, I, I'm sure that you became mindful of it because you recognized that there was a problem, right? Or like you recognized that it was a behavior that you did not want to continue. But I think that, or continue or pass on. And I feel like so many people aren't even cognizant or aware of the fact that we are not only training ourselves and creating this learned behavior for ourselves, but that we are training our children and conditioning them in the same way because of the things that we do. You know, we always say like, um, well, not we, but I, that phrase that exists where it's like, do as I say and not as I do. But 
the fact of the matter is children, people, like the human experience is based, is learned best by what's done versus what's said. So like, even if we're telling our children, like, don't be on the phone, don't do this, don't do that. If we're, if they see us doing these things all the time, like that's just going to be what they do. And I personally don't want to see my child, like become a robot. <laughs> I don't want to see my children, like grow up living to cater to like numerical algorithms. I don't want to see my children feel more comfortable being like talking to a screen, though I love you guys and I really do appreciate and love this time here. Like, I don't want them to feel more comfortable talking to a screen than they do talking to their classmates on a playground or strangers on the street. And that could also be because I very much enjoy speaking to strangers on the street, but I grew up without technology. So <laughs> um, I feel like it's something that, you know, like I had to do growing up. And I think that the children coming up aren't going to have these same social skills if we don't um, like create an atmosphere for them to know like, okay, while this is a powerful tool, it's just that it's a tool. This is not life. Like conversations are best had in person. Time is best spent with people that love you and um, who you love, you know, like just stuff like that. Koya says learned behavior is the operative word and I know that my three-year-old kid is watching intensely girl they are watching it's like the things that you don't think they're watching and I've also had to be very mindful even of when I am on social media um when I'm scrolling and I've since um since March I I like I said I I kind of like uh, reset myself and how much I was on social media. But like I said, recently, I've been feeling like the uh, habits of being on or like having my mind conditioned to like, oh, let me check this real quick, or I need to be on this time, or I need to post this thing now. Like the anxiety that comes from social media has been popping up for me recently a lot more. So that's how I know that it's time for me to have a break. But when I am on social media, like Aria is looking over my shoulder. And so I have to be very mindful even of when I am like watching anything or doing anything because she sees something once and automatically it's a song that's stuck in her head. Automatically it's a dance that she's like, like, like she learns how to do because she's also very smart, super perceptive and she picks up on things like that. So it's really important that we're mindful not only about uh, of it of our social media use and our engagement not only for ourselves but for our children they are always watching what did she say to me she said something wild to me earlier today and i was just like girl where did you hear that like what did you it's because she's watching they always watch it <laughs> um okay so the last uh sign that you may be uh addicted to social media though i'm sure that there are many others but right now i'm just doing seven seven's the number of completion uh, <laughs> is that you measure your life events by how upload worthy they are this is probably one of the biggest indications that you may be addicted to social media um like i said to you guys earlier i I think very much about content like in general, but I found that it got to a point where I was um, going through my camera reel and just seeing that like most of the things that I was taking pictures of or capturing, even if I wouldn't post them, were like everyday things. Like when you think about it, how much like mundane everyday life 
stuff is posted on social media. And I mean, it's not garbage because everything matters. Every person's life matters. Like every person's story matters. So it's not that the things that are being posted aren't like celebration worthy, but that's the point. Like if you're living, if you are alive, if you are able to take a breath, if you are here in this moment, it is something to celebrate. It is definitely worth celebrating but it may not be something that's necessarily worth sharing, which I know sounds weird because this is like a part of my business, I know. But at the same time, the more I think about it, it's like we're constantly seeking to capture these moments to share with everyone to kind of be like, oh yeah, I'm doing something. When the fact that you're doing the thing should be enough. <laughs> Um, I think about that sometimes and it kind of makes me feel some type of way that um, I've pandered to this in the past and I just really want it to be something where I'm intentional about making sure that that's not the case moving forward and purpose is a part of my business like I want everyone to live joy filled and purpose propelled and so I know that everything that I post serves purpose and everything that's posted is intentional, but at the same time, like we should really make time to appreciate the um, the the little moments and maybe like keep them for ourselves sometimes. And as I'm saying this to you guys, I'm also speaking to myself um, and like making a mental note and a habit and a practice of this myself as well. Um, so just some things to consider, and those are seven signs that you may be addicted to social media, I would highly encourage that you guys um, read some other articles if you're interested in knowing some other potential signs. But um, before I go into uh, the three ways that you could potentially um, shift or change uh, your role in how you engage with social media and how you could better your um, involvement with social media, I want to share some of the effects of of being addicted to social media that again aren't spoken about often and I don't even know if this content is going to make it like maybe it'll be censored because you know social media is always listening but whatever here it goes um so obviously there's like the big one depression is caused by social media um anxiety is another one low self-esteem which is something that the younger generation generate gener generation generation z is currently um experiencing a lot of but just as much as it affects the tweens and the teens of this generation it also affects adults they probably just aren't speaking about it as openly um less productivity is another one uh, a huge one because if you're spending all your time on social media how much time are you actually spending working um less sleep and sleep deprivation is another side effect of um being addicted to social media and that one causes a lot of other things so like in general if you're not getting enough sleep you're not allowing your body a full rest cycle so that impacts so many things like uh i've shared throughout the the year because my part of my uh vision board goals as far as health was to get more rest but like lack of sleep can affect your memory it can cause if you're not getting enough sleep it can cause um alzheimer's a lack of sleep uh, affects your skin and it can make your eyes dry your skin dry like you can just be walking around crusty and dusty just because you want to check some posts don't do it to yourself <laughs> Sleep is so important. Um, so maybe at some point, 
try to limit your amount your time on social media and make sure that you're getting adequate rest um so that kind of leads me and it's the perfect segue into sharing some of the uh, tips and suggestions that I have to potentially help you guys um, in managing what could be your social media addiction. Um, the first is to limit access to one device or limit your access on your devices in general. Um, if you have a bunch of uh, pieces of technology that are linked to social media, try to keep it to one. Um, I have a smartwatch. Uh, so my notifications and things also pop, pop up here. I can respond to things here, but I mute this so that when things come up, I'm not constantly looking at my arm. In general, I don't like um, being on my, uh, doing social, managing social media from a bunch of places. So I only have access on my phone, which is really helpful. And it's also the place that you're most likely to um, check your social media. Um, but if you're somebody who is like, trying to avoid being on your phone so much, maybe if you're gonna be on social media, try to make it harder for yourself. Maybe log out on your phone and put social media on your computer. So that way you're less inclined to always run to your computer every time you need to check. If it's something where you're really seriously trying to manage your time on social. Um, a second tip or trick that I have is to set social media times. So if you guys have been following the past, um, I want to say the past two weeks or maybe three weeks at this point, you'll notice that I like I, I feel really bad about my engagement. I have to go back and check on comments and respond. And I generally I batch comments. I batch responding to my comments um, so that I'm not constantly checking. But um, I haven't even done that in a while. And that's because the time when I would typically do it is later in the evening when the kids are down and I can enjoy the process because again, if I'm not enjoying the process. And if there is no joy in me doing it, I don't want it. <laughs> and checking and responding to comments and replies and things during the day stresses me out. So I try to keep it to the end of the day. But recently I signed up for a social media app um, that locks me out of my social media after 9.15. So I'm actually gonna have to wrap this up in the next nine minutes, <laughs> but uh, having set social media times is really helpful. I shared with you guys that I can't get on social media before the first three hours of my day are up. So I can't get on social media bet uh, before 10 a.m. Um, I also set a parameter so that I can't get on between the times that my kids should be napping. So during my kids nap time, which is when I'm supposed to be most productive, I also have a social media blocking system in place. So between the hours of 12 and three, I also cannot be on social media. Like, I don't even know how to take it off. So <laughs> work is actually getting done during those times. And again, from 9 p.m. to 10 a.m. the next morning, again, I can't be on social media. So setting social media times is really helpful in managing how much time you're actually on social media. But in addition to this, making sure that you're able to work and be super productive in the times that you're away from social media, and more importantly, when you are on social media, making sure that you're using um, your time wisely and that you're um, engaging in the ways that matter most for you, your business and your brand, but also in a way that uh, promotes wellness and doesn't stress you out. Um, so let me know if you guys are interested in knowing the apps and if you'd potentially want another video on that. Um, and lastly, 
the thing that I would highly, highly, highly suggest, which you guys can probably guess, is that you take a, a social media fast or a social media break altogether. Try to do 30 days if you can. Um, it will change your life, <laughs> which is crazy because it was what life was before social media. But um, taking a 30-day break is an amazing way to just help you reset reevaluate and like focus your priorities your life and everything um, that you want moving forward like i mentioned to you guys i did a social media break in march and it was amazing um, for the month of december i am doing another one and it's going to be a part of our next month's challenge live rich movement challenge and it's called disappear december Our April LRM challenge is Operation Hope. It's evident now more than ever that we can all use more hope. We're now officially one full quarter into the new year, and there's still so much healing to do after 2020. This challenge has been created to help you realign your hopes and dreams for your life and career, for your family, for your community, and everything in between. With all the recent changes that have taken place in the past year, it feels like so much is beyond repair. And in a lot of ways, that may be true. But what's also true is that with times of extreme change also comes the opportunity to live out your hopes and dreams. Scrap the old and dare to create the new. This 21-day accountability challenge has been created to help you find light in the darkness, joy in the difficult parts of the journey, while highlighting methods to help you remember that the present is the only gift that you need. Are you ready to take the challenge? Head over to liverichmovement.com slash join challenges or click the link in the description box to sign up and reserve your spot in our challenge today. Grab a friend and get ready to transform in joy, one feel-good thing at a time. Operation Hope kicks off on Thursday, April 1st, and we can't wait to see you then. I just want to encourage you guys to really take the time to like, take inventory of your feelings because they are important. <laughs> take inventory of your wellness, your mental wellness, your physical wellness, your spiritual wellness, your social and your financial wellness, because all those things are super important. And if you're considering doing this social media fast, or if you're like even in a position where you're thinking like, oh my goodness, like how could I ever, why would I ever? Um, that may be a sign that you actually need to do it. Um, if you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for your family. If you're a parent, do it for your kids to like lead by example and um, really just not give in to technology. Like they're tracking so much of what it is that we're doing. And while we think that what we're putting on social media is actually serving us, it's really serving like the big heads that are really looking to like control us. Like the fact that in 2020, like social media addiction is a thing. Like that's just one way that we are being controlled. And so I just really urge you guys. Um, and again, this is me talking to myself. I really urge you to take your power back, take your life back, take your purpose back and um, live in it and, and, and do those things in joy. Um, but don't pander. <laughs> Don't pant to the technology. Um, all right, I have like five minutes left before this thing is gonna time me out. But um, I hope that you guys like this conversation. And if it was beneficial to you, please share it with someone who may potentially need the encouragement.
Thank you all so much for listening. If you like this episode and think it could be helpful to a friend or a family member who's looking to reconnect, rediscover, and recommit to their identity and joy, please share the episode with them. I'd also love to hear from you guys. Follow me across social media on Facebook, Instagram, and sometimes here and there, I'm occasionally on the TikTok at Erica Lassan. And share your thoughts about the episode and some of the methods and lessons that you've learned over the years in terms of managing your social media and online presence. Because we all know it's a little bit of a struggle out here, but we're all trying to deal and um, really just find our way in this new tech scene and managing business and life while online. Lastly, if you're interested in starting a journey to purpose of your own, or perhaps maybe even joining us in some of our upcoming workshops or courses, please visit my site, ericalassan.com, to share some of the resources available to you and learn a little bit more about how the Live Rich Movement can help you find joy, purpose, and healing in what's next. Until next week, guys, thank you so much for listening and sharing your time, your space, and your ears with me. And I look forward to connecting with you again next Sunday. Live rich and happy dream chasing. Bye.